everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we're reading Exodus 22:15 through chapter 23, which raises and answers the question, what does God call his people to? In short, the answer is simple. He calls his people to flourish. That's what he wants for us. When I was growing up, my cousins and I were such youth group kids. We loved going to church on Wednesday night. We loved the competitions. We loved small group. We loved the games. Really, the games were our favorite part. But sometimes the expectations around these youth group games weren't super clear. And when you really want to win, like the candy bar or whatever it was, that's super frustrating. And in most cases, just in general, when we have clear instructions, we're best set up to succeed. But when we don't have clear instructions, the rules aren't clear, things or games or just life can get really frustrating. And in today's Devo, one of my teammates, Jenna Biddick, helps us see how Exodus 22:15 through chapter 23 is a demonstration of God's love for his people. It's a demonstration of his love for the Israelites simply because it's quite loving to provide clear instruction. Jenna writes, In Exodus 22, 15 through 23, 33, we see a faithful God who sets up his people for a life of flourishing with each other and with him through obedience to his law. Ever since Genesis 3.15, God has been providing his people with ways to be in relationship with him through covenants, sacrifices, and the law. Back in Genesis 12, God made a covenant with Abraham that promised him land, seed, which means descendants, children, and blessing. In today's passage, we see this covenant confirmed and the Ten Commandments given in Exodus 20 expounded upon. God's people are not to exploit the weak and the poor. Exodus 22:16-17 and 21:27. Nor are they to gossip or spread false reports about their neighbor. Exodus 23:1. They are not to look outside of God for wisdom and truth as sorcerers do, for this is idolatry and worthy of death. Exodus 22:18. They are not to pervert justice. Exodus 23:6 or oppress a sojourner. Exodus 23:9. They are to practice the feasts and remember the Sabbath as a picture of trusting in and celebrating God's provision. Exodus 23, 10 through 19. Clear instruction. God calls his people to a life of purity, devotion, and blessing. Jenna continues by saying, in a beautiful way, all the things God is calling his people to reflect his character and who he is. He is pure, holy, and he is consistent in character. He blesses his children in love and faithfulness. If they choose to live, this was in the Old Testament, if they choose to live according to his law, they will flourish. In a similar way, the same is true for us. God's word is not meant to steal life from us, but to lead us into the most abundant life possible, John 10.10. Though Jesus says we will have trouble in this world, we can take heart because he has overcome. The Old Testament was a little bit different. It was a little bit more conditional, but we'll get to that in a second. As Jenna wraps up, she writes, Chapter 23 closes out with promises and instructions for the conquest of the promised land. God will be with his people, and he will bless their obedience to his commands. Exodus 23, verses 20 through 24. The Abrahamic covenant confirmed again. What Jenna loves about this last section is that the Lord is very clear about who will accomplish all these things for them. He will. 
In Exodus 23, verses 25 through 31, we see I will repeated 10 times. The Lord will work deliverance for his people. They only need to be obedient, she concludes. God will, God will, God will. He is dependable. He wants his people to flourish. He wants them to live inside of his best for their lives. In the Old Testament, their part was simple. Just obey. Just follow my instructions, which he lays out very clearly for them. Personally, when I think about God's relationship to the Israelites under the Old Covenant, in the Old Testament, how God related to his people, and his expectations surrounding their keeping of the law, I always find it helpful to reference Deuteronomy 28. Just flip there really quickly in your Bible and take a glance. You see a long list of blessings for obedience and then an even longer list of curses for disobedience. That's what the Israelites signed up for, and their guidelines are so abundantly clear. God wanted things to go well for them. He's the most loving. So look for his love before you note what he restricts when you you come across passages that outline the law. Because as you do that, as you look for his love before the restrictions, I think you'll find that if you were an Israelite and you wanted to flourish— you'd want to have those same restrictions as well. Now, as we wrap up, what does this mean for us today? Today, we're freed from the law because Christ has fulfilled it. So we're not living in this conditional, follow God's way, get good. It's not a guarantee. We could walk, which we can't, but if we could walk in perfect obedience, that doesn't mean life will be easy. Again, Jesus said, take heart. In this world, you will face tribulation. You will face trials. It will be hard but take heart because I have overcome it. So for us today, how can we live differently because of what we read in Exodus 22, 15 through chapter 23? And Jenna gave us some great reflection questions. Number one, do you believe that living according to God's word is where you will find the most abundant life? If not, where can you surrender to his character and learn to trust his commands? Number two, How can you live in accordance with the call of purity, devotion, and being a blessing? Where can you ask the Spirit to empower you in your efforts toward holiness? Because at the end of the day, we can't make ourselves holy. And number three, what did you learn about the trustworthiness of God from this passage? They're great questions to think on. As a reminder, share this episode, tag Watermark Church. Let us know you're on the journey because as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.